Welcome to the Land of Etheria. Season 1, The Shattering. Episode 23, Ella's Well. Once upon a time, in the land of Etheria, there was a Princess Nea and a Princess Lulu, and they went on the most amazing adventures. They had been traveling with Wall on an adventure to help him learn who his long-lost family was, using a magic map that would guide them to an enchanted well. After staying the night with a wise elf, Wall found a small bag of coins in his backpack, one of which looked very, very special. The party broke up early the next morning and continued on their journey to find Ella's well, in the hopes that they would be able to make a wish and have it come true. As they waved goodbye to their old friends Prince William and Prince Clef, they played a small ditty on their instruments as they walked away. Wall led the way, using an alternative map he'd created the night before to help them find Ella's well. For his enchanted map only showed certain enchanted items in the moonlight. As they got close to the spot marked on his map, a very tall old tower emerged in front of them. It was clearly elven in nature. The princesses could tell because of the style, structure, and inscriptions on the entryway. This must be her tower. But I don't see the well anywhere, said Lulu. And you're sure this is the spot? asked Nea. Wall nodded as he fixed his glasses and double-checked his map. Yes, this is right where it showed up last night on the enchanted map. Wall got very sad. He had hoped to at least find the well and confirm it existed. Maybe, just maybe... Then he'd have a chance to learn about his family. Maybe it doesn't exist. Maybe this was all just a trick, Wall said, kicking the dirt. That doesn't add up, said Lulu. Between the legend and the map and this tower, it all points to there actually being a magic well here. A magic well, Nea said. That's it! Lulu, do you still have the Titan Mask? Lulu's eyes got wide, and she quickly pulled out the magic mask that Ola had given them to find the invisible fairy village of Hummingwood. She handed it over to Nea. Nea put on the mask, which, as usual, right-sized itself to fit her face, magically. And when she looked through it towards the tower, she saw the well. It was there, in the field, just on the back side of the tower. And when she pulled the mask off... She couldn't see it anymore. But as soon as she put it back on, there it was. She then handed the mask to Lulu and then to Wall so everyone could see where it was. And as soon as Wall saw it through the mask, he got excited again. We found it, he shouted and ran over to the well. But because he took his eyeglasses off to use the mask, he couldn't see very well. And he tripped over a rock and fell to the ground dumping all the contents of his backpack onto the ground. Without thinking twice, Wall jumped back up, leaving his backpack on the ground, and looked down into the well. Ella's well, he said. Is this what an adventure feels like? Meeting new friends, 
and learning about new things and then finding them? Wall was so happy he could hardly contain himself. He ran back over to Nea and Lulu and pulled them in for a close, big hug. That's exactly what going on an adventure is like, said Nea. Yeah, except sometimes there's trouble or monsters or... And just as Lulu said that, a huge gust of wind started to blow up through the well and the actual well itself began to make itself visible to the naked eye. As the wind pushed up out of the well, a small hurricane began to blow around the well and from out of the well began to float a ghostly elf figure. It was a very regal ghost. She was an elf with wings, an elf windmade. Nea and Lulu immediately positioned themselves for defense, in case the ghost was a foe. Do not be worried, travelers. I can sense your hearts, and I mean you no harm, said the elf. Ella? asked Lulu. The ghost nodded as she floated above the well, wings flapping. Indeed, I see you have found me in my enchanted well, and you have indeed found one of my children's coins. She pointed to Wall's backpack that now laid on the ground with everything sprawled out of it, including the elven purse. You mean, Elf asked as he ran over to the coins and began rifling through the pile. Indeed, she said again with her harmonious voice. Would you like to make a wish? And Wall, finding the elven coin that was included in the purse, held it up with pride. I do! do want to make a wish. He humbly walked up to the well as Ella hovered above. She looked down at him with love, sadness, and tenderness. What is your wish, adventurer? she asked. To know what happened to my long-lost family. Very well then, she said. That is a good choice for you. And he tossed the elven coin into the well. The great tornado appeared again, this time circling beyond the well and enclosing the princesses and wall until it had completely surrounded them, then evaporated into the distance with a big boom. Are you going to tell me now? asked Wall. That I cannot do. These coins were minted not by my hand or by my magic but by the lion and the hawk. What I do know is that just like my children were brought back to me for a purpose, for Etheria, these coins continue to find their way into the hands of those whose dreams, whether they know it or not, are destined to help save Etheria for a purpose. Wall looked worried. My past has to do with saving Etheria? Do not concern yourself. Your wish will unfold itself in its right time. Know this now, that it has been written and will come true. The key to your wish will unfold with these two princesses right here. She motioned to Princess Nea and Princess Lulu, and then slowly began to float back down into the well, fading away. Wow, said Nea. We gotta find another one of those coins. Or two, said Lulu.
Wall just stood there, still soaking it all in. But he didn't have much time. Moments after the well disappeared, they heard talking from within the forest nearby, and it was getting closer. It was familiar, but the voices were not friendly. Quick, back into the bushes, Nea commanded. The three adventurers ducked into a nearby bush, just in time to see the tricky elf, the troll, the ogre, and the boy emerge from the woods, chatting and making their way into the tower. What are they doing here? asked Lulu. I don't know, but we should find out. It's too dangerous, said Lulu. They have two crystals. As the two princesses whispered over whether they should go or leave, the four emerged back out of the tower. Shh, mouthed Nea. I thought you said this was one of the griffin keeps, said the troll. No, this is an elf royal tower. Pay attention. There's magic in them. They are like magnets and have an effect with other magic items. They've been abandoned for decades since the royals went into hiding, the tricky elf said. Well, all of this traveling around is making me tired. Then, as they were hiding behind the bush, Walt accidentally stepped on a branch. Snap! Did you hear that? asked the troll. Probably just a forest animal, said the boy. Well, after what happened back at the last keep, I wouldn't be surprised if we're being followed again, said the tricky elf, looking around. She then looked at Korlock, the ogre, with the black crystal. Korlock held on to the black crystal, which seemed to get darker and darker instead of brighter and brighter, and then he closed his eyes. But before he could fully concentrate, the crystal turned red hot, burning his hands and forcing him to let go of it. It's, it's too hot, Hazel, Korlock said to the elf. Yeah, there's definitely some kind of other magic here, said the boy. I can feel it too when I try mine, the troll agreed. I told you this place has special magic power, Hazel, the turkey elf said, looking back at the tower. And as she was about to head back into the tower, two ogres emerged from the woods. They captured him! King Balok has captured Scorch the Destructor and wishes all ogres of Gosdor back. The humans will retaliate, he's sure of it, and will need all the help he can get. The tricky elf looked at Korlok and his crystal, and the party disappeared back into the forest of Forevermore. They have Scorch, said Nea. We've got to save him. Lulu quickly agreed, but that story is for another time. The end. The Land of Etheria is produced by a father-daughter team and made possible in part to its supporting fans. It's contributions from fans like you that keep the adventure going. If you enjoy The Land of Etheria and would like to see more episodes, please visit us at www.thelandofetheria.com and consider supporting the podcast. Thank you and have a great night.